Welcome to our podcast. Today we're going to talk about the second part of creating amazing uh, job content and, and content period for when it comes to sourcing applicants. You know, one of the biggest issues that I see um, in hiring and specifically in sourcing is that a lot of times all the work that we do as HR, as a management team, as managers in building uh, a great employee experience, great culture, great values, um, great programs, great benefits and perks, all those kind of things is that we create them and maybe we use them during the interview to convince a great candidate why they should work for us, but we don't actually put them out front and center to use to attract applicants. And so the goal of viewing hiring is content marketing is to, to learn how to make sure that you attract amazing applicants. So today we're going to talk about how to drill down and focus on the who we want to attract versus the what. All right, so hiring is just content marketing. And because of that, it's really, really important that you focus on uh, following the proven methods of creating really great content and great content marketing starts with content and great content comes from knowing your target. Look, one of the big mistakes that I see uh, HR people as well as managers and whoever's really writing the ad making is that HR tends to view their managers as their customer. And this puts the focus on figuring out what the manager wants and needs and to be honest it ends up messing up sourcing number one because managers really aren't great at setting the requirements for a job and, and aren't even great a lot of times even explaining the duties of the job because they've never done the job before and they generally don't slow down to really unpack what makes somebody great at the job or or what it is that makes them successful it brings in all different types of biases um, that are unvalidated as far as predicting performance in the job, such as having a degree, uh, the, the major that was studied, work experience and how many years of experience and, and skills that while they are used on the job might be very easy to train somebody. And, and to be honest, some of their best people might not actually fit the job that they lay out. And, and that is by far the biggest measurement of failure um, for a company is when you take a, a job description or specifically a job ad. And while a job description might explain what the person has to do when they're doing the job, it doesn't specifically explain what somebody has to have when they start doing the job. And, and the number one kind of measurement for failure that I would love to ask is if you give me a list of your top people, would they have applied for this job or specifically would they have fit this job based off of what you just laid out? Now, the fact is hiring is more complicated than just saying that the manager is the customer of HR. The fact of the matter is the manager is the partner. They're the partner with the HR person or with the recruiter or whoever um, that they're trying to accomplish this mission together of attracting sourcing, screening in, interviewing and selecting great talent who fits the job. But the person who's the customer is actually the job seeker. Now, let me repeat that. The job seeker is the customer when it comes to creating content, specifically a job ad, 
to attract them. And your goal is to, once again, help the manager get what they need, the requirements, but focus sourcing specifically the ads that you put out there and the programs that you run on the job seekers you're trying to attract. What the results of this will be is better focus specifically on things that matter to potential job seekers, not things that matter to managers. The way I like to divide this up is the job ad is about attracting job seekers. Therefore, the job ad is about um, engaging them and convincing them to apply. The job question part of content is about screening those applicants down so that you just get the best ones who fit the minimum qualifications to pass on to managers. Today, we're focused on the job ad part. But what this requires in order to write a good job ad is to actually do two main things. Number one, validate the requirements for the job so that you don't overstate them in the job ad. And number two, know the job seeker well enough that you can write a job ad that when they read it, they'll actually love it. So let's start with validating the requirements. Number, I actually have a worksheet for this that you can download. Number one, get the requirements from the requisition because I know that most employers have requisition forms and I know it's a compliant issue and I know that you're going to run them. So that's great. Go and grab the requirements. Do the, the education required, skills required, licenses required, etc. Number two, ask your manager for names of people. This is where we switch from the what, which is what comes in on the requisition, to the who. I usually focus on these three questions. Number one, who is great at this job right now? What's their names? Number two, if we don't have those people, who at our organization would be great at this job? And number three, the way that we sum it all up, who would you like to clone? This really focuses in, even if they're not at our organization. This could even be a previous applicant that we didn't hire or an ex-employee that quit. Step number three, pull the resumes or LinkedIn profiles on those people that, that are what we call our clones. Clearly, the more the better. I generally don't get more than three of them though. And then step number four, fill out the worksheet. And what the worksheet's effectively having us do is it's having us validate the requirements. You put our opinion or the manager's opinion of what's required and preferred, and then you actually go and look at real people and specifically what you're looking for is the person on the day they started this job. And what you're saying is, did they have that education, that major? Did they have that experience, that job, previous job title for those number of years? Did they have those skills on their resume? Did they already know them? Did they have the license? Did they have the traits? What we're trying to get at is that a lot of times the thing that the manager believes it takes to do the job didn't exist in the people when they started that are currently great at the job. Maybe they learned them along the way. Maybe they don't have them at all and it's just a, a perce perceived bias that a manager has towards education or experience or something along those lines. And so really what we're trying to do is validate the requirements. Now, there are situations where the requirements a manager has are, have increased since that person was hired, but just understand that means that in a tight labor market, that's super competitive, you're probably not gonna attract people better than the ones you attracted for the same pay rate that you paid those original people. Now we get to the fun part, which is knowing the job seeker in this part, it might require that you actually engage in conversation with the people you're trying to clone, right? 
Again, the goal is to write good content that speaks to the job seeker and makes them want to apply. And so either you're going to have to talk to target job seekers or the easier way is talk to current employees that you're trying to clone. Once again, use this, the worksheet called the value proposition canvas. This is again, a marketing type worksheet. And we start on the left-hand side and what we're asking for ourselves. Number one, we use the canvas. Number two, we define a segment. This usually means you take one or more of the clones that are similar. It could be they came from the same job background. It could be they came from the same education, right? You're trying to segment them. So it's possible if you have three clones that you have three unique individuals, that would be awesome. It could be that if you have three clones, they're all the same. They all came from the same previous job, have the same level of education, etc. So for you're going to run this spreadsheet or this worksheet for each of your segments. So pick a segment. Number three, the core question we are trying to answer here is why would this person or somebody like them want this job? Why would they find this job that we have to offer appealing? And the way we do that is number four, we start on the right hand side. The customer job is, is the actual customer. It's the job seeker, right? So on the right hand side, we have the job seeker. And what we want to know is what gains are they trying to acquire compared to where they're working today? So you would say, what are their wants or aspirations? Such things as I want a better job. Uh, I want more flexibility. I want more pay. I want more growth opportunities. I want to work for a bigger company, a smaller company, uh, a more flexible company. I want, you know, whatever the case may be. I want to work in a career that has more prestige for a company that's more prestigious. Now the pains are the second one. These are their fears and frustrations. What would they dislike about where they work right now? It could be they have to work on weekends. They have to work holidays. They have to work the night shift. Their manager's a jerk. There's no growth opportunities. It's, you know, their parents think that they uh, down on them or their, their, uh, coworker, not coworkers, but like their, their people they went to school with their family, their friends, you know, maybe the job, because it's not prestigious is, is embarrassing to them, et cetera, et cetera. You fill in all the pains. Now we switch over to the left-hand side and the left-hand side of this is where we're talking about what we have to offer them. What we do is we take each of the gains, each of their wants and aspirations, and we ask ourselves, how does working for us, working for their manager or working in the specific job we're trying to advertise to them, how does that help create the gains thereafter? That's the positive side, right? On the negative bottom part, you look at all the pains and you answer a similar question. How does working for us as a company, how do our values, our culture, uh, our, the customers that they engage with the structure of our company, how does the manager and the way they manage them and how does the specific job they're about to get relieve the pains or help to relieve the pains that these people are feeling? I would usually start by filling this out myself first then get engaged with the clone or clones if possible and talk them through this and fill in any gaps that you have and mark off stuff where you were wrong and made the wrong assumption. That's step five, answer the, the creator's relief. And then step six, again, focus on the employee experience, right? What makes you different than where they worked before? What are your strengths either as a company versus your competitors? 
or as an industry versus the industry they came from. And then finally, what are your competitors' weaknesses? Right, again, a lot of times when we copy a competitor's job, the job ad actually focuses on their strengths and our weaknesses, and we're trying to reverse that. Number seven, repeat these same steps for all the different segments. So once again, for a job, I may just fill one of these out, but if I have a couple different clones that are vastly different from each other, their backgrounds, their education backgrounds, their experience backgrounds, etc., I might have to fill this out a couple times for a job. I know that this is a lot of work. This is a lot more work um, than you're used to to prepare to write a job ad. And you might look at it and say, this is gonna be a waste of time. We need to get the job ad live. There's a lot of pressure to get it live. But as I explained in my previous one, the downside of jumping the gun is that you end up with an ad that overstates requirements because you didn't validate them, that doesn't speak to the job seeker's heart and core to make them want the job. And at the end of the day, it ends up costing you high quality job seekers who either will never find your job or if they find it, won't find it compelling enough to actually apply for it. <clears throat> so this information is the core value information to understanding your target that you will use to number one, write better ads to attract good people. And number two, to convince those people in an interview why they should want to quit their job and come work for you because once again, fundamentally, we hire people who are currently employed in a job generally, not who are unemployed. And so we take for granted that people who are currently employed need to be convinced about why the grass is greener on our side of the fence. Doing this new job at our company to a new manager is greener than the grass they're standing in right now at their old job working for their old company reporting to their old manager and that really is the goal of today's approach of really digging deep and focusing on the who who we want to clone who would be great at this job instead of the what the list of qualifications and requirements that our managers pulled out of their head thanks so much for listening today till next time good luck hiring Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the 90 Days of Sourcing uh, podcast, mini-series, whatever you want to call it. Super excited for you to be along this ride and along this journey with us. Um, as you are, are listening to this, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast um, and, and watch for new episodes coming out in your email or from the podcast system or, or however you consume our content. Um, I would love, love, love to hear any questions, comments, concerns, feedback you have about today's podcast or any episode, to be honest, of any piece of content, whatever it is, or even to hear your specific challenges and pains you're struggling with sourcing. So if you want to give me some feedback, shoot me an email to Ryan Kohler at applicantpro.com. That's Ryan, R-Y-A-N, Kohler, like the faucet, K-O-H-L-E-R, at applicantpro.com. Thanks so much for listening. Till next time, good luck hiring. Yeah.